Highline Nation, what is going on? Trent Davis and Raleigh, we're back at you with episode 60 of the Highline. We're going to talk about that Coke 600 review. Coca-Cola. Uh, Denny versus Chase. Uh, break that all down. Uh, Bubba Wallace versus Eric Amarola, which came out of nowhere. Uh, we'll talk about that and uh, more. Yes, sir. It's a good race this weekend. Uh, well, actually, this weekday. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we got the uh, Attaboy segment, which is a fan favorite. We've also got the You Can't Do That, which might go to be for the way I pronounce some words in this rundown. Uh, but we also got Worldwide Technology slash Gateway Preview. Got a good race coming up <laughs> this weekend. So, uh, what the fuck did I say? Preview. It's preview. 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 Listen here. Preview. It's, it's it, it, take your time. It's preview, not review. You can preview my foot going in your ass. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> We don't need no education. Please refrain. <laughs> you can't do that. Let's fucking go. Feels like we're on the edge right now. I wish I could say I'm proud. I'm sorry that you let me down let, let me, me down. down all these voices in my head get loud I wish that I could shut you out I'm sorry that you let me down let, let you down Brad Keselowski and Chris Busher you let me down Chris Busher got a top 10 my boy should have won the race should have won a fucking race. Brad Keselowski could have won the race. Brad Keselowski's going to win this race. Is not going to win this race. He should have. He should have. Okay. That and um, and NF. They, and um, they let me down. No, you're not a big fan of NF. So I'm, I'm not. surprised about that. Though. That's his only good song. Okay. That's it not is. even in his top five, but it's okay. his best song, and it's oh, not close. Okay. Anyways, uh, welcome back to the Highlight Episode 60. Who? And I got the fucking race words. Hot, baby. Never heard of Woo! it. Woo! Ryan Blaney has won this race. You know what that means. What does that mean? It means we got a shotgun of beer. Well, I do, but you're going to do it I'm for gonna me. I'm going to do it with you. You're going to do it with me, not for me. <laughs> I'm not a bitch. Uh. We're going to do uh, the bush light corn cans. Ah, fuck the corn cans. Them porn cans or corn cans? Regular bush light cans. Okay. We're going there. The, the queer beer, the actual queer beers. The corn cans are not queer beers. Is that right? The f <sighs> We need Jeopardy music right here. Episode 6 of the Highline. Trent Davis, Raul Embry, back at you give again. Me some, give me some number 60 driver. Stanton Barrett. Greg Biffle. Gre uh, Carl Edwards. These are all Xfinity drivers. Stanton Barrett, 60, isn't he? 
Yeah, I guess in the cups. Yeah, yeah, fucking bitch. <laughs> hey, tell you, boy, that's all I know, my boy. Mark Barton, Xfinity. I got it. When are you gonna get good at this? What did I do wrong? It took you a minute. It took you a minute. I'm gonna cut myself. I'm gonna chalk on this beer. All right, Ryan Blaney went in. Uh, it's my guy. Like I said, Chase is my main guy, but Ryan's one A. Go either way. So uh, you know, uh, you, you say you go both ways. Yes, I do. Uh, you shotgun. We shotgun. You shotgun last year for Chris winning at uh, Bristol. So um, this, this, this is our tradition now. One of our guys wins. So let's be clear. So if Chase or Blaney wins for me, I shotgun. And for you, Busher or Keselowski. So why are you shotgunning? <laughs> I thought. Well, see, this is okay. Showing, this here's is the thing: showing solidarity. Okay, so here's the thing: I think it's going to be the top five, our top five guys. Which Busher is in my top five. It goes Chase. You didn't shotgun one when he won. I, 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 okay, it's last year, my bro. It's it's Chase, Blaney, Kyle Larson. Busher and Eric Jones until he transfers goes to the dark side next year. All right. So for me, then it would be Brad and Busher, Blaney, Logano. I don't know if I have a number five. <laughs> need to, you need to like some more NASCAR drivers. That's really way. it. That's it. Okay. Um, Count it down. Cody Ware. Yeah. He's doing all right, ain't he? Anyways. Didn't he enjoy I think so. Anyways, uh, this is the second time I've shotgunned a beer sitting down. I think it's the same thing for you as well. For me on this podcast. Uh, it's the first time for me on this podcast. I did it on my YouTube channel. Should ready to check it out. Um. All right. Well, count her down. down. Oh, I'm counting her down. Yeah, you won. Nah, that's fair. All right. Three. I'm trying to do it. It's hard to do it with a mic right here. Three. Two, one. Uh, my God, that's cold. I'm the goat. I don't know why. Every time I try to. <laughs> Got a shotgun a beer. I get the damn cricket. Oh, that hurts so bad. That hurts so bad. I go. I got a little bit. Left. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look in there. That motherfucker empty. But I see some liquid. Time penalty. That's a time penalty. I win. Whoops! There goes my keys. There was way less liquid than was left in his when he I quit. got the keys. I won. Because I finished Dude. my full beer before you Bro, did. Bro, come on. There was a fucking uh, drop of beer left in there. So I won. Fucking wiener. I won. Anyways. <laughs> YouTube. TikTok. This is getting on both of those. Hopefully, if our uh, social media expert over here gets them posted in time. Um, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I would love. Uh, if, if you're. If, you, if, if you're, I knew how to do it, I would do if it. You're, if you're a video editor out there and if you want to get paid. Not a lot of money. 
I'll pay you a little bit of money each week to do these videos on YouTube and TikTok. Cause my ass is getting sick of this shit. I ain't got time for this shit half the time. Anyway, you got beer on my fucking camera or my fucking audio recording. A drop or two. That's like seven drops. Anyways, we all know that I'm a better shotgunner than than your boy sitting next to me on the right here. Anyways, you didn't you do it again. Good. You did pretty no, but you did That's pretty what I thought. good. You did good. Admit it. I am better at shotgunning beer than you. I am. I caught a crook in my neck. I am. I am. <laughs> I had Chris, I had the Chris Busher set up. I was yeah. good at the start, and then I <laughs> then I fell off during the middle, and I couldn't catch up during but, the end. But uh, anyway. But I did finish, unlike you did. somebody else. I never finished. Oh, my God. My neck and my back lick my... Alex Bowman. Big toe and my knee. Alex Bowman had some back problems as well, but he, he came ran, back as he, he ran pretty good. Anyways, what you think about the uh, the old uh, Coca-Cola 600? God, I hate that, man. I know. Did I, tell you, did I tell you about that? You did. I did. On the way back from the so For some reason, uh, the, Coke, the word Coca-Cola, when it's speaking into a microphone, I mean, when I say it, it's, it's fine. I guess I'm just that good at saying Coca-Cola. But uh, when somebody else says Coca-Cola inside a entire and ended up into a microphone, it just kind of grinds my gears. You know, the Peter Griffin grinds my gears segment on Family Guy. So, uh, but no, I, uh, it was a, uh, it was a race. I said last week that it wouldn't be as good as uh, last year's race. And I, for the most part, I think y'all was right. Um, you know, it started out as a day race, obviously, because it got rained out yesterday, uh, which kind of sucked because we don't get many night races and till the last 50 laps really didn't get a night race to, uh, for this race either. So, uh, excuse me, but, um, I thought it was a pretty good race. You had a lot of comers and goers, you know, you had the, you had wrecks, you had spins. You had controversy with multiple drivers, so uh, that was that was a sight to see as well. But uh, as extended races is starting to come back on, because uh, we're filming this right after the Cup race, because uh, your boy over here's got fucking trained due tomorrow morning, so we got to do it right now. Yes. So, uh, but I thought it was a pretty good race. You know, Ryan went in at the end it was great. You know, he's my second favorite guy, but I could go either way, especially after. Uh, Chase's actions today, which we'll get into later. Um, disappointed in um in that, but uh, no, I love it when Ryan Blaney wins. He ain't won a points paying race since fifty nine races, and in fifty nine races since uh, Daytona in twenty twenty one. Chris Busch should have won it when uh, we were at uh, David's bachelor bachelor uh party weekend. Uh, we were watching the end of the race in the parking lot of the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. In uh in our hometown, so uh, in, in the front of fucking Cole's car. Yeah, so uh, it's been a while since Ryan Blaney's won a points paying race, and he's in the playoffs. Thank God. Ain't gonna worry about no points. Don't anymore. win that championship, baby. I hope so. I wouldn't mind that, but uh, neither would I. Um, yeah, I picked you it. had the to- the Toyos are probably the f- other than Blaney. The Toyos are probably the and class Brad. of the field. Fuck and the twenty four. Okay, he would restart first every fucking restart. And he could never hold it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. However, that takes the driver to stay up in the top five. You can't. I'll just, give you. If that. you stop in the, if you you restart first, that's fine. But, but if you don't we, have a car and a driver to keep you up in, you know, 
first, second, third, fourth, fifth in that area, it doesn't matter that you're coming off pit road first every time if you're not up there close enough to capitalize on that. But what have we said? What has been the the clear outlier on this next gen car? Clean air. And Wayne Bryan had clean air all race long, but he could not never hold the position. But I'll give you, I'll give you that. He had a top five to ten car. But if he was the car was better, maybe the driver was better. I don't know. And I'm not I'm not a William Byron fan, but he didn't do his job. You're telling me five, six times on pit road he got the lead and he could never hold it? You're telling me that's not on the driver a little bit? Uh, sure it is, but I'm not saying he should have won the race, but maybe he was the second or third best guy out there. He ran better than Chase Elliott. I'll give you that's, that. That's fair, you know, and Chase Elliott made some dumb decisions. Anyways, I thought it was a good race. Stretch, I, I thought it was a good race. Um, you know, Ryan winning at the end always, you know, one of my guys winning always helps, but uh, good race, good race. A lot better than um, North Wilkesboro last weekend, so... Uh, Always be a positive uh, when you guys went in and you had comers and goers throughout the race and uh, when you guys went at the end. So I thought it was pretty damn good race. Eight and a half. I'd tell. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. It wasn't the best race in the world, but it was pretty good. It wasn't because last year. Um, if both the Roush guys were fast. Chris Buescher won a stage. Brad Keselowski was up there for the first half of the race. You know, they had some issues. Brad had some pit road struggles. And so did Chris. Chris got mired back there and, you know, the 20s. And, and, and you know, just the the strategy didn't really work out for him down the stretch. But uh, ended up having like an eighth place finish. So, wasn't terrible, but, you know... It's it's frustrating when when your guys are fast enough to win the race and circumstances just don't allow that to happen, whether that be a loose wheel or contact on pit road or whatever it is. But uh, regardless of that, it was a good race. Cars could pass. You could run all three lanes. Um, arrow was important, but it wasn't the end all be all. You could drive somewhere else and still make up ground if if cars are running your lane so uh, i like the i like the race i think the mile and a half package is is great in this car um i think they've uh they've hit on something good with that uh which we've all known for quite some time that the mile and a half was good in this uh in this package it was it was the other tracks that kind of needed some work so i expect this race to be pretty good uh i wish they ran it at night um, as we're watching the uh, the Xfinity race uh, right get back underway right now uh, under under uh, the lights at Charlotte, um, eleven car smoking looks it, like it is. But um, <laughs> we're going play by play. It is Xfinity race but, uh, on this podcast today. Yeah, but uh, I, I was. It's always dude. He is smoking. I've said this before on this this podcast. Night races are more important. However, the Coke Six Hundred is the Coke 600. So it was a great race. Congratulations to Ryan uh, Blaney, (laughs) Ryan Brainy for winning the race today. Like you said, uh, man didn't win that often. So uh, I'm glad that he won the race and secured his spot in the playoffs. I picked him to win the championship this year. So I kind of need him to go on a run, but it was a great race. uh, Regardless of the 
unfortunate circumstances that uh, both of my drivers had throughout the Damn, ten car smoking too the uh, the middle of the the race. Yeah, like they were watching the Xfinity race live, and uh, what are you doing? I can't see this. The guys can't see the goddamn race. The eleven and the ten are both smoking off this smoking. restart here. Like not smoking in a good way, like smoking legit smoking. So I don't know what they got in that them colleague set of us, but uh, it clearly is a little dangerous. But anyways, um, so what would you rate this race? I think you're about right, about eight five, eight five, yeah. eight and a half, eighty five. Yeah. Ooh, Daniel Hembert going after Justin Alligator. Turn his ass, bitch. <laughs> anyways, um. Yeah, it was it was good to see good to see Blaney win today, but we had a lot more controversy along the way. Uh, we had um, well, we'll go and get this, go and get into the uh, race results. If you uh, got them there, Riley, I do. Um, you know, we had a couple couple controversies along the way, we'll, which we'll get into later in the episode. But uh, had a couple uh, surprises up in the top fifteen or top twenty at the end. Um, we did given to them. So, uh, Blaney won, as we said. William Byron finished second. Um, Truex was third. He was kind of... You always thought that he had a chance to win the race, but he was never really up there. Uh, yeah, middle of the race, he kind of fucked himself. I don't know what that He was fast enough to win the race. He just yeah. never really put him in his, he, he got, himself he in got a position. He got stuck behind. I'm not exactly sure why. He was back in there like 15th. 18th at some point during the middle half of the race, it could never get quite back up to the front. It is fast. Then you had the uh, 23 11 folks. You had Bubba and Tyler Reddick, uh, fourth and fifth. Then you had Bubba credit. Give Bubba credit. He did a good job. Yeah. Kept his nose clean, all that stuff. Uh, Eric Amarola. Kyle Bush, who was my pick, ended up finishing sixth. Fuck you. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., uh, he was. Oh, Daniel Hendricks Pedden. Yeah, he is. Um, but Ricky Stenhouse was he was up there all day. I'm uh, proud of Ricky. Today. He was never a top five car, but he was never worse than really fifteenth all day. So never worse than tenth. Eh, there's a couple of runs where he was kind of. I down don't there. think so, my boy. Uh, but okay. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse finished seventh. Then you had Chris Busher battled back. Then you had Austin Dillon, who you never really heard from all day. Just kept nose nose clean, finishing top ten. Zane Smith. With a great finish in that 38 car. Kevin Harvick, who was, you know, he started second, fell back to like 30th on that first run, kind of worked his way back up. Uh, finished second in stage two, or was it stage three, stage, whatever it was. Um, and, you know, just kind of ran that top five, top ten, all, you know, the rest of the, the race there. Uh, then you had Bowman, uh, Priest, Almondinger, Haley, and J.J. Yaley finishing 16th. Good run for him. That is a hell of a race for Rick Ray Race. It's a, it's a great finish for him. Then you had Corey LaJoy, Harrison Burton, Brad Keselowski, who was fast all day, had several issues, um, you know, got collected in some wrecks, uh, this, that, and the third, uh, issues on pit road, pitting early, pitting late, you know, uh, had some issues, still finished 19th. Yeah, Chase Briscoe, Joey Logano, Ross Chastain, Daniel Suarez, who you picked, Christopher Bell, who was fast early, Eric Amarola, who was fast early, Ty Gibbs, who was fast through the middle of the race, got collected in a caution, Ty Dillon, Michael McDowell, BJ McLeod, Carl Larson, Kyle, Carl, Carl, Kyle, 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 Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson finished 30th. Then you had Austin Cindric. Eric Jones, 
Todd Gillen, Chase Elliott, Danny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, and Jimothy Timothy Johnson. Um, yeah, uh, bad finish for old Jim. Old seven time there. Yeah, he did not have a good race. He had a good race really all Ever. year. Um, you know, probably his best finish was the Daytona 500, and he wrecked out midway through the race, maybe toward the end of the race. But Coda, he only made like one lap, got taken out by Brad Keselowski, and uh, <laughs> long <laughs> and denied he uh. Just uh, he's not been experienced with this next gen car. Kind of lost it off of two, put it in a wall, and uh, then later on in the race, after we got back going green after the rain delay, kind of just put his own guy in the wall with going uh, referring to Ty, uh, not Ty Gibbs, uh, Noah Gregson, and uh, caused another wreck. So uh, not a good day for for Jimmy Johnson for sure. And uh, I think he's got. I think I know he's got at least one more race coming up. He's I don't got a know. couple more, I think. I think. He's got five, right? Mm-hmm. Daytona, Coda, this race, and he's got two more somewhere. I can't quite maybe Nashville. Maybe Chicago Street Course. But uh I think he's doing the street course. I think yeah. he is for sure. But uh yeah, not a good year for Jimmy Johnson as far as his part time efforts go in the uh, eighty four car for uh Legacy Motor Club and a really, a really bad day for Legacy Legacy Motor Club as a whole with uh Eric Jones and Noah Rexon hitting some debris, knocking the radiator out pretty much of both cars on the same lap same lap uh in the beginning of the race. Not the beginning of the race, but near mm, Probably about 100 laps in or so. Before the red flag. Before the red flag. So, uh, bad day for Legacy Motor Club for sure. Yeah. Well, um, we already spoke about the uh, the finishing order. Um, in that finishing order, we talked about a guy named Bubba Wallace. He and Eric Almirola. Oh, we're getting to that first. Yeah, okay. Let's get into that. Let's get into old Bubba and, and Eric. So... What is your uh, what is your opinion about this? So whole it just situation? seems like before the rain delay, uh, Bubba and Eric racing hard back there in the twentieth position, fifteenth, twentieth position, and um, they're racing pretty damn hard. And uh, Eric, from his words, said uh, Bubba flipped him off, and he didn't appreciate that. So when the rain delay came, uh, Eric and Bubba exchanged words. Excuse me. And Bubba kept on talk, running his mouth. And uh, Eric did not take kindly to the words of Bubba running his mouth and starting to cuss him, cuss at him. So uh, Eric gave him a pretty damn good shove. And if you and that if you noticed, Eric Armola is not Kyle Larson. <laughs> Bubba did not have that same kind of the track it off. aggressiveness as far as uh you know the way Bubba handled that that uh confrontation because uh Bubba kind of just hey what the fuck you doing? And he kind of started pointing his finger again. He did not try to push Eric Amarola back. And uh, I think Bubba was smart to do that because I think Eric Amarola will whoop his ass. I don't know that for, for sure. But there's uh, nothing, nothing new with Bubba. You know, uh, they're racing hard, and Bubba kind of does something immature. We've seen that before. Thought last week, and you know, I, I went into it last week, and uh, a lot of y'all on YouTube saw it, and uh, I'm not surprised by it. 
it's kind of stupid racing for 20th, you know, to do that early in the race. And uh, for whatever reason, Bubba wanted to flip Eric Armorola off. And I don't blame Bubba for uh, coming back, retaliating off uh, outside the race car. Especially if Bubba run, was running his mouth, cussing at Eric Armorola, saying uh, some derogatory terms towards uh, Eric. And uh, Eric did what uh, he thought he could have done. Uh, if if Bubba was, quote-unquote, a fighter, he would have done more than what he did after Eric pushed him. But uh, I think we, we clearly see that Eric or that Bubba is not a fighter. And uh, he, he knows Eric Armorola is not Kyle Larson. He will he'll bite back. And, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm not surprised by it. A little surprised from Eric's reaction. We really don't see that from Eric too much. So it must have been, like I said, it must have been egregious. Like I said, Bubba flipping him off down the straightaway or whatever. And uh, then cussing at him. And uh, I'd have probably done the same thing, if not worse, than what Eric did to Bubba. So uh, it's a racing deal. Uh, I like to see it. You know, it's it's, it's content. It's content like anything else. And uh, we'll see how this goes forward to see if these guys get into it at uh, Worldwide Technology or maybe another short track down the road. Yeah. Um, it's we, we don't really know, at least I don't really know exactly what the the issue was on, on the track before the rain delay. I know that there was some issue of course, between the 10 and the 23. Uh, Bubba had some kind of issue with Eric and, and threw him the bird out the window. And, uh, of course, Eric didn't like that too much. The caution comes out because of rain. And, you know, they're having a, a conversation on pit road and Eric Amarillo shoves him a little bit. And you don't really see too much past that uh, from what I've seen. But, it's um it's not it's not um it's not surprising you don't you don't really you you kind of expect this stuff with with Bubba now um you know he he's he's always caught up in in some drama He's always he's always got himself in the middle of, of something other than, you know, just racing on the track. It, it, Bubba's always oh, always that guy. You, you think back to him and Alex Bowman having issues and him throwing the the water or the Gatorade in his face at the the Roval and you know, he he just always seems to be the center of this kind of stuff. Um so you know, Bubba's, I'm not saying Bubba did it on purpose or this, that, and third, but, you know, he's um, he's always in the middle of stuff, and, and Eric was there, and Eric didn't like what Bubba did, so Eric showed him, and like you said, you know, Eric is not Kyle Larson. Eric is going to stand up for himself, and that's why I think that uh, Bubba didn't really press the issue uh, with the physical aspect of things when, when Eric pushed him, but you know, it's, it's not surprising other than the fact Eric was the one involved. Bubba being involved in it doesn't surprise me at all. He's always involved in these kind of things. Um, he knows that he's got to keep his name, um, 
got to keep his name out there if he wants to continue doing this. Um, he's kind of one of those guys that requires uh, the popularity of the the uh, of himself to to keep his ride because there are there are probably more talented guys out there buying for that ride. So if uh, if Bubba wants to keep that ride, he's going to have to keep his name in the news and and keep sponsors uh, paying the bills. So um, Bubba seems to always be in these altercations, you know, in the middle of the races and after the races. And, you know, Eric's not really the guy that you expect to be in there with him, but he was today. And, you know, I don't know exactly what happened on the track, but, you know, just out of um, prior experience, I think Eric probably had had reason to be upset um, just the way that Bubba races people in general. So I think that uh, Bubba probably had, or uh, Eric had a, a reason to be upset with Bubba. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, Bubba did a hell of a job coming back finishing fourth today. So, you know, he had a, a pretty damn good car. I know he had, I think he pit on that last pit stop and, you know, he flew, flew through the field, which, you know, we saw, you know, it wasn't necessarily easy to pass today. So, I mean, give Bubba credit. I mean, he, he got, he, he got the last laugh. He finished above Eric and uh, got top five and, you know, continuing, continually running very solid in the top 10 every week for the past like month and a half. So, yeah, I give Bubba credit, you know, but he's just got to, you know, clean this kind of immature shit up. If, if that's true with uh, with Eric, I mean, he flipped somebody off down the straightaway. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, he did that with Bowman back in the Roval, like you said, back in 2019. And uh, Bowman turned his ass, you know, and uh, you can't be doing that to certain people. And, uh, you know, Bubba might learn. He might not. You know, you know, we saw last week with the with the bird and. A lot of people defended him and said it was no big deal. You know, obviously, I, me and you, especially me, had a had a different opinion about that last week. But uh, I mean, if Bubba continues to run well, we we can't really critique him as much as when he's running twenty fifth. So, uh, whether you like it or not, you know, Bubba ran good today, got a good finish at the end, and uh, we'll just. We'll see where it goes from here. I don't think we'll see anything retaliation-wise going forward. You know, Eric Armorell is not really a dirty driver or, you know, a guy to repay somebody on the track like that. Um, we've seen Bubba is. So, uh, and, you know, from what I've seen, I think Bubba's kind of shouldn't be messing with the bull that much because he's got way more to lose than the 10 car right now. So, he's faster than the 10 almost every week. So, um, I think it kind of just dies out, and it's just kind of a, ooh, look at this, and uh, we'll kind of move on from there. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be an issue going forward. Um, God damn it. <laughs> Brett Moffat's a bitch. Uh, no, I actually do like Brett Moffat, but looks like he's blowing up here on the uh, Xfinity broadcast. Nope, that's a right front down. Why is there no caution? Uh, because they're trying to get through this shit. But uh, but f- as far as the Bubba thing goes, um, I'm not saying what he did was wrong because I don't know exactly what happened. But 
clearly Yikes. Eric, clearly Eric was upset about it. Eric doesn't get upset about much. Um, he's one of the more laid back guys when it comes to um, you know stuff happening on the racetrack. So if he if he was upset, it had to have been something. And um, you know, Bubba's just gotta you know pick and choose his battles. He's faster than that ten car. Uh, pretty much every week, so there's really no reason to get into Shit. a argument with this guy as uh, Trent commits a party foul here and spills beer all over the place. Uh, but I feel uh, like an ounce, calm down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Shit. Bubba, um, you know he's not on my you can't do that list this week. But what was that? Said he's not on my you can't do that list this week. There you go. But uh, still, you know you might. You might want to just realize that you're in the better car. Um, there's really no reason to be upset with Eric there. And uh, just, you know, drive your car to fourth place and have the story be that you finished fourth, not the story that you and Eric Alborola got into it. Yeah, I'll agree with you. But, uh, all right, well, we're going to move into a subject that... Uh, Yikes. I... Uh, it's going to be hard for me to to defend because I can't. But uh, about almost midway through the race, um, on one of the restarts, Denny Hillman kind of kind of pushed Chase Elliott, you know, kind of, uh, what's that called, crowded him off of two, made some contact with him. And then a few laps later, they're still battling for around eighth or ninth place, I think. Maybe a little bit closer than that. Um, you know, Denny drives it in deep out of three into three coming off four. He kind of lifts, puts Chase Elliott in the wall and, um, the chase, um, pretty much dumps him. There's uh, no pretty much to down, it. down, Be down, straightaway. Here, down he straightaway. He dumped him down straightaway. So, uh, it calls the calls the right between the 11 and the nine. Uh, both guys were done for the day, and uh, Denny Hammond after the re- or after the wreck and his post wreck interview said the nine should be parked, shouldn't be racing anymore, should be done. He did what pretty much what Bubba Wallace did last year to Kyle Larson at uh, at Las Vegas. Um, Raleigh, I'm gonna let you go first. I agree 100 percent with uh, Denny's assessment. Um, there's no question on my mind that Chase Elliott wrecked Denny Hamlin on purpose there. Um, NASCAR probably won't do anything about this, uh, because, uh, Chase Elliott is, uh, NASCAR's golden boy. And, um, he brings in viewers and he's the most popular driver in this, that. All that other stuff, but um, he, um, you know, he moves the needle, and uh, NASCAR wants Chase Elliott to be on the track. So I don't think that NASCAR is going to penalize him or suspend him or any of that stuff. But should he? One hundred percent. If you want to be consistent, if you want to show um, impartiality. You want to show that um, NASCAR is unbiased? 
Chase Elliott should be sitting out next week at Gateway. Uh, this is 100% the same thing that, that Bubba Wallace did to, to Kyle Larson uh, last year at Las Vegas. Um, the, the only difference is, is there wasn't a fight afterwards or an attempted fight afterwards. Chase Elliott didn't go up to the to Denny Hamlin and, and push him around a little bit. It's the only difference. Uh, but if if my understanding of the rule violation is is what I think it is, the suspension was not because of what happened post wreck. Uh, this uh, the suspension occurred from Bubba Wallace because of the actual wreck, um, in his intentional wreck, uh, wrecking of uh, Kyle Larson. So if you want to be consistent, Chase Elliott should be sitting out next week. Do I think he's going to? I no, I don't think any penalty at all is going to come with this. Well, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. And the only defense I have from Chase Elliott is uh, what I said earlier after it happened is that Charlotte is the dog leg is a lot more. Uh, more of a dog leg than Las Vegas is. You know, come off four at Las Vegas, and it's just kind of just straight. You know, it's it's just more of a not as angled as much as Charlotte. And Charlotte, you know, you have a dog leg right there. You have to finish on, then you have another dog dog leg, which you got to be turning pretty damn hard. Um, in both dog legs on the front stretch. However. I know Denny pushed it. And like I said, Denny kind of crowded him at the beginning of that restart. And then about four or five, four or five laps later, Denny did it again and put chase in the wall. And who knows if that would have derailed the nine car from the rest of the evening. We never, we would never know. However, you cannot right hook somebody down the front stretch in any circumstance. And I'm trying to, I'm being consistent here. You know, Chase is my guy, but that was uncalled for. And I think he should be suspended for a race. And it, it pains me to say that. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of his, but you can't do that. If you want to fucking go in there and turn one and crowd his ass down to the apron and make him spin out, that's fine. I'd have no problem with that, but you can't just, you can't just turn them and, he that's what he did, and I know he said in his post wreck post wreck interview that uh, he just you know the car once these cars hit the wall you sometimes just can't turn it anymore and you know that's why that wreck that wreck happened. Uh, I just can't believe that. <laughs> I just can't. And um, like I said, the only merit I have is that the Charlotte is a lot more narrow down the front stretch in Las Vegas is with Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson last year, but I still don't think that's enough to defend Chase. And, um, you know, it pains me, you know, when, after it happened, I was quiet for a while because I was just disappointed. You know, it, uh, it's my, it's my, it's my guy. And he did something very stupid. Calls himself a, a good finish in a race when, when he's already missed, missed, Six races, seven races due to uh, his leg injury. 
And then he just takes himself out of Charlotte. You know, if, you, if you're going to wreck somebody, at least keep yourself on the track and keep yourself running competitively as well. That's why I, 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 sh- I, I talk shit about Bubba Wallace last year at Las Vegas. He took himself out and Kyle Larson out. And a playoff, and another playoff driver, a, a Toyota driver, and Christopher Bell last year, too. It's just stupid. I had the same same thoughts with this. You know, if you're going to wreck somebody, do it to where you don't get involved either. And um, he did. So, you know, it sucks. It's a stupid move by Chase, no doubt. Um, I don't really believe his his remarks after after the wreck, but he's he's got to say that. I mean, you can't get mad at him for saying it. And at least he did he did have the self awareness to say. Yeah, I just, you know, once these guys, once these cars hit the wall, you can't control them anymore. And <laughs> I don't believe it, but at least he, he handled it better than Bo Wallace did last year. So don't please start, don't turn over the table. Tyler Reddick hit the wall about every other lap. He didn't have no issues. Parker Clickerman, otherwise, is having some issues. Right Spite now. coolers, but he did handle it better than Bubba Wallace last year. And that's about the only thing I can say different that this incident was with with uh, Chase and Denny than it was with uh, Bubba, and Kyle, Bubba and Kyle last year. But if NASCAR wants to be consistent, and that's what I want, he should not be racing at uh, World Wild Technology Raceway next weekend. It pains me to say that, but I'm going to be honest and fair on this podcast, and uh, that's what I'm being. So uh, it's an unnecessary move by Chase. It was stupid by Chase. And uh, he shouldn't have done it. So just to be 100%, your opinion is that Chase Elliott right-hooked Denny Hamlin into the fence on purpose and deserves to be suspended for such. Yes. All right. I agree. It pains me to do that, but uh, he should. It was... um, it's bad. It's bad, man. It uh, just for for a long part of the race, it took me just out of it. It because uh, I think we had this conversation a couple weeks ago. Would Chase do something like this? And I not like this, but you know, intentionally doing. And I said no. I didn't think he would because I, I mean Harvick cut his tire down and at Bristol, and you know Chase got up there and kind of blocked him, but he never wrecked him. And that was my defense on that situation. Yeah. You know, yeah, Chase maybe caused Harvick a win, just got in his way, but Harvick still finished second, and Chase got fucked in the deal and finished like 27th or whatever it was. And uh, we've seen Chase before. You know, he kind of ran Denny up the wall after Martinsville in 2017, but he didn't wreck him, completely wreck him. And uh, today he, he just flat out wrecked him when it was not necessary so uh yeah i can't i can't defend chase in this situation and uh you know if you're chase elliott fan like i am i really don't think you can have any legs to stand on because just bad move bad moment bad move you know every driver has it in their career and this is one chases so uh but everybody has them pretty much every almost every driver so last thing i gotta say about it there really ain't much to say about it. I mean, made a bad decision, uh, wrecked the 11. And, and himself. 
and himself. And um, this is one of those situations where maybe if if NASCAR didn't give him a waiver, where if he wins the race, he automatically qualifies for the playoffs. Um, if he had to point his way in, maybe he doesn't make that move. But since he knows that uh, if he wins a weight race, he's in. It doesn't matter. He can he can make this move and, and not worry about it. So uh, this is just another one of those circumstances that uh, NASCAR might have put themselves in inadvertently by uh, their their rules and uh, the boxes they put their NASCAR drivers in. Uh, like I said, I'll, I don't think Chase makes this move if he has to point his way in, but uh, since he knows he has to win a race and is probably going to win a race before the playoffs. Uh, I think this that that played into this uh, this decision, but um, I don't think it yeah, really. So how, how I don't think work? it really matters because I don't think they're going to suspend him. How would that? Okay, so if they if let's say they do suspend him, uh, he already got a playoff ra- waiver from the incident with the snowboard. Well, they gave. Uh, do they just keep the waiver because he missed another race? They gave Grant Enfinger a waiver a couple years ago when he got suspended. What did Grant? Grant Enfinger is one of those Thor Sport cars. Got a waiver when he got suspended a couple years ago in the trucks truck series. Johnny Salter. Was it Sauter? When he wrecked Austin Hill under caution? And he got suspended? Yeah, but... but <laughs> He got suspended. But Johnny Sauter did not miss the six, seven races for an injury. But he's already got the waiver for that. That's what I'm saying is, how does that work? So he, if NASCAR suspends the non-car, Chase Elliott... Do, do they give do him they a just, second waiver? Do they just extend that waiver? Or they're like, well, you wrecked somebody. So, well, I don't think the first waiver should have been given. I agree, and I said that when it happened. But unless he makes top sixteen in points, do you think? Do you think NASCAR is going to make it more difficult for Chase to win to get into the playoffs, or do you think they're? I don't think. Here's the thing. Here's here's what I think NASCAR will do. I think they will not suspend Chase, but they will fine him money and points. Because I, they know he's going to win think, a race. I think they will fine him $75,000 and 50 points. Driver and owner points. And then we'll move on. That's what I think NASCAR will do. I don't think they'll find, I don't think they'll suspend him a race. I think they will find him and, and um, take points away. Because I, I think, once I say it, I, you know, Chase Elliott needs to be in the cup series right now. He's to be in every race because we hyped him up after he came back from injury. The rating suffered when he was not there. I don't think NASCAR, NASCAR will suspend him. I think they should suspend him one race like they did Bubba, like they did Bubba Wallace. He should be able to come back at, um, uh, I think it's Sonoma in two weeks. And uh, we'll go from there. But I think NASCAR will find him and sus- uh, not suspend him. Uh, Take away 50 points. You know, um, I think it's all or nothing. I think they either suspend him or they shouldn't do anything. If I'm not saying that's what they should do. I'm saying what the, what they will do. That's fair. I don't know if they will do anything. 
Um, I think if they do anything, I think you're right. But what they should do, they should suspend him just based on what, what Bubba did last year. Um, but uh, he... And Denny Hamlin came out with... Uh, he sent a tweet out before the race ended about how the his uh, Chase Elliott's steering and shit, his telemetry was before and after the wreck. So, he turned uh, left? Yeah, he turned left. So, uh, well, of course. I mean, we'll see. Well, duh, but, you know, it's, I don't... I think it's obvious. I think I think any objective NASCAR fan knows what happened right there. I don't think anything's going to come of this. I don't think Chase Elliott incurs any type of penalty because of this. Um, I think he should. I, like I said, I think he should get penalized. I think he should get parked for a race. I think Josh Berry should be driving that nine car next week or this week, to be honest. But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think NASCAR is going to park their most popular driver. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. Hopefully, I'm. I'm surprised by what NASCAR does, but um, if and to be fair, we're filming this on Monday. Yeah. If we'll anybody come out with anything on Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah, probably Wednesday. If so, we we don't know yet. If anybody other than Chase Elliott is driving the nine car this weekend at Gateway. I will be surprised. Yeah, part of me, the fan in me says, I kind of hope you're right. And, you know, he just takes his fine and his point penalty and moves on. I hope there is something done because it should. You know, I, I just don't. I don't think that's acceptable for, for what Chase Elliott did. And I know Denny crowded him. I know he put him, he crowded him twice. You know, he crowded him on the restart and then a few laps after, you know, he put him in a wall off four. However, it does did not give you the right, the right to, uh, to right hook him. God bless. Thank you. So, you know, I, I hope something is done because it needs to be, uh, now, I'm a fan of Chase Elliott for his for his for his driving ability, and I I don't I don't like Chase Elliott because of his favoritism towards NASCAR and towards the fans. You know, usually you if you know me, you know a lot of a lot of teams and a lot of people I like are not usually the most popular people in that particular sport. So you know, Chase Elliott's one of the rare instances that you know I'm a fan of his because. You know, he took over for Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon was my guy, and you know, he he won an Xfinity race at Darlington and back in 2014's rookie year and passed some good cup guys to do it on a restart, and that's why I became a Chase Elliott fan. I did not become a Chase Elliott fan because he was the most popular driver and he was a Elliott. His name his name Elliott was his last name. You know, I I remember, I remember, I remember Bill Elliott, but I was not a "quote unquote" fan of his. It has nothing to do with it. Um, so I want NASCAR to to do this to do justice to Chase. I think they should suspend him. Will they? Probably not. But I just hope something comes about it because I know Chase said the right things. 
unlike Bubba did last year. He handled it better than Bubba did last year. I'll give him credit for that. But you just, I know Denny crowded him twice, but you just can't turn a guy. You just can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do that. <laughs> can't do that, Chase. Um. Anyways, let's go on to the other side of the spectrum. Attaboy! Huh? Attaboy. Attaboy. Hit that button. Hit it. I done hit it. You done hit it? I'm going to hit it. Well, then... Tell me who gets your attaboy this week. My attaboy. Never heard of him. Oh, pain. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Woo! My attaboy should go to John Henry check right now. He's whooping that ass right now. Come on, Justin Algar. Get, get, catch him. Anyways, my attaboy from, uh, from this weekend... I got two. I'm going to give one to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Finishing seventh in the Cook 600. I mean, this guy won the... the, the, the woo! He crowded that motherfucker. Uh, he ran... He won the, the Daytona 500 earlier in the year, and he's ran pretty damn strong in a lot of tracks this year. That A lot of, a lot of tracks we don't think the 47 will be good at. But uh, he is... He's done really well in a lot of good... Uh, a lot of... A lot of difficult tracks that we wouldn't think the 47 would be good at. Um, and my other attaboy is going to Joseph Newgard. Who? Won the Indy 500 on Sunday. Uh, did not have the best car by far. It was good enough. But he was strong enough. Uh, he kept his nose clean all day. Uh, stayed out of them crazy wrecks. Matterball ought to go to the damn fans over there in turn two for missing that damn tire flying above their head for not dying with the uh who who right there? Uh was it uh, shit, who was it? Hey, talking to you. I know who you are. Do you know who I'm talking about? He's a Hispanic driver from Mexico. No, that was not Pat Award. With the tire flipping. Or the tire going to the stands. He wrecked the next restart. He wrecked the next time. Anyways. Yeah, you're right. It was whoever uh, it was. Whoever it was. Um it was his teammate, uh Rosenquist. Felix Rosenquist and uh the pink car. (laughs) Whoever. Anyways, um I'm giving Joseph Newgarden Joseph Newgarden for one of the Indy five hundred, his first Indy five hundred. Uh, he's a champion in the sport. He hasn't got the Indy 500 yet. Uh, yikes. But, <laughs> but uh, attaboy to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Joseph Newgarden. Uh, Ricky for running top 10 all day. Challenging for top fives. You know, never got top, never got inside top five, but he was running good. That's good for JTG, JTG Doherty and uh, Joseph, New, Joseph Newgarden for, uh, for winning the Indy 500, which is uh, not easy to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, Joseph won that race for sure. Um, yes, he did. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. The last 60 laps or so. But uh, watch, watch, watch the other 140. I fell asleep. <gasps> well, I woke up. You sleeping, cuz? And then I fell back asleep. 
Morgan Knights, man. It's, it's rough. But oh, um, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Well, it's true. Anyway, um, my out of what schedule. Whose schedule is more difficult? Yours. Okay then. But I was tired, so went back to sleep, oh, and it God. wasn't a very entertaining race when I woke up and was I watching got a it. But uh, I believe it. At at oh, my you at most, uh, but um, my out of boy this week is going to go to Chris Busher. Uh, the reason being, uh, won a stage, um. You know, it was mired back in traffic for a lot of the the, the second half of the uh, the race. Ended up finishing top ten, finish eighth. So, um, you know, probably deserved a better finish than what he had. I think he had a better car than 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 eighth. But um, sometimes in these races, it's it's most important just to to finish in the top ten than. Uh, and then to wreck flip out down the front stretch, flip down, yeah, flip down the front stretch, or you know, get a you know twenty fifth, twenty eighth place finish for having an issue on pit road like his teammate might have. So uh, for that reason, you know, Chris Busher uh, probably underachieved and overachieved at the same time. So uh, for that reason, Chris Busher gets the attaboy this week. So Chris Busher, attaboy. And uh, breaking news, the Denver Nuggets will be facing the Miami Heat <gasps> in the NBA Finals. Is it over or is it just over? There's a minute left and the fucking Heat are up by 19. Let's go, Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> you know they're going to get swept, right? Okay. Um, nah, I, I mean, Chris did a good job. I, uh, another one is obviously Ryan Blaney for... Win his first points race since July yeah, or August. Five years, yeah. Yeah, uh, August of 2021. So, at a boy to Ryan. Never at him. But, uh, anyways, let's go to the other end of the spectrum here. <gasps> you can't do that. Who? Huh? This week's segment of You Can't Do That. You can't do that. Who can't do that this week? Ty Dillon, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Uji, Fred Davis. You can't do that. You can't do that. Who can't do that this week, Riley? Mama call. Um. Nah, it's Chase Elliott. Uh, <laughs> it should be Matt McCall, but. It's, it's going to go to Chase Elliott. Uh, it's just a dumb decision to right hook somebody anywhere. Um, you don't do that in iRacing, much less 170 mile an hour real life down the front stretch at at, uh, at Charlotte. So, um, you know, Chase always seems to get the benefit of the doubt in these situations um, when it comes to the way he races Kevin Harvick at uh, Bristol or... Uh, the way he races anybody anywhere, really, it's it's always the other guy's fault. Um, Chase never gets the. Uh, no one ever it seems to to hold uh, Chase accountable, but this is one hundred percent Chase's fault. He turned left on somebody, right hooked him into the fence. Uh, Danny Hamlin's day was ended. Uh, granted, I will say this: Danny probably did race him a little uh, aggressively and and force him into the fence a couple times and. 
you know, crowded up, up a couple times on restarts, but Chase got to be smarter than that. So, um, you know, Chase can't do that. And there goes uh, Sam Mayer wrecking into the. So you can't do that, Sam Mayer. You know, <laughs> you just can't wreck like that. Uh, but uh, Chase Elliott, you can't do that. Uh, you can't wreck a guy like that on purpose and expect not to come away with some penalties. Like we said, I don't think he's going to get any, but um, he should. I'm glad Miami won because I don't give it to them if they didn't fucking win this goddamn series against Boston. Sam Mayer just ran out of talent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. Um, Yeah, that was that was obvious. The elephant room right there. Um, my, uh, you can't do that. Is <clears throat> going to Legacy Motor Club. Never heard of them. The whole team. Jimmy for wrecking twice. Um, I know Eric Jones and Noah Gregson, apparently something shot through the radiator, shot through the window. And, like shot uh, through the window. And calls them, uh... You know, good good finishes. Um, however, if you finish, if you if all three of your guys, God dog, he should have gone a little slower. Damn it, Sam! Uh, you can't do that, Sam Mayer, for fucking going too fast with a flat tire, ripping your whole goddamn right side of your goddamn car. Cut that out. What? That was awful. How was that awful? That was just awful to listen to. <laughs> Why? Lord, I apologize for that. Lord, I apologize for the last last pigment. For no goddamn reason. Breaking news. Anyways, I'm getting to Lexi Motor Club. Uh, just a terrible showing today with Jimmy, Eric, and Noah. All finishing outside the top 30, I believe. Uh, just bad luck. You know, Jimmy was just ran out of talent. <laughs> Uh, reckon twice, and uh, Eric and Noah just having bad luck, but still, um, one of the most important races of the year. All three of your guys having problems. I know some of it was not, you know, had no control over, uh, no control over it, but still, um, Legacy Motor Club did not have a good day. So, uh, Legacy Motor Club, you can't do that. I could give it to Pato Award as well. You know Jeb Burton's going to win this race. You know I could give it to damn Pato Award, your guy in the damn IndyCar series. To be fair, I don't... For being a fucking stupid motherfucker. Although he, I will say... Balls um, of steel. Marcus Erickson kind of crowded him going into three when he Marcus wrecked. Erickson should have won the race. You should have. I could have given it to IndyCar. Yeah, I was yeah, about to say, she'd give it the, you can't do that to IndyCar for yeah. throwing 35 red flags at the end of the race. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> if I didn't, I gave it to Lexi Motor Club. Lucky. Okay. Well, gateway. I got a gate. I'm on the gateway to hell. Yeah. That's going to be my song next week. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what do you <laughs> what do you expect in St. Louis next week? Again. Uh well, I don't think Denny and Ross are gonna get into it again. Uh I think Eric and Bubba might. However, 
Uh, I think it's going to be However, I think it's going to be just as entertaining as it was last year. Maybe not as controversial, but uh, I think the racing will be good. I think um, I think all three manufacturers are going to have some guys up near the front. Uh, I think you need to look out for uh, the Penske guys. I think, you know, at least the 22 and the 12 would be quick. Uh, of course, you got to look out for the Hendrick and, and um, the 199. You got to look out for those guys. Uh, Toyota's, when one of them's fast, all of them are fast. So got to look out for them. Uh, but you know, you never know, uh, who's going to win this race. It's, um, it's only the second year they've been there. Um, it's kind of a new racetrack, new car, new style of racetrack, all this combinations new. So it's difficult to predict who's going to be good. Um, you just got to think about, you know, who's good on hot, slick racetracks and, um, who tends to, to shine in these situations. So. Um, with that being said, there, there's a couple guys that come to mind, but, um, you never know. Uh, it's hopefully it's a good race. Uh, I think maybe the, uh, I, I think longer green flag runs will definitely benefit this one. If, uh, Trent can get out of the hiccup situation, he might be able to give you his, his perspective. Fuck. I agree. Hold on. Ah, shit. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think, um, I think you'll have, uh, I think you have some guys that'll be, uh, I think Fords will be fast this weekend at, uh, WWT. <sighs> Fuck. But, uh, I think Toyota's will be strong as well. As well, um, Chevy's didn't really didn't really uh, do too. Hey, well. Hey, you know Miami beat Celtics. I did. Um, Chevy's fuck. I don't think Chevy's were that good last year. I know I picked Tyler Reddick last year in the eight, and uh, he ran like fifteenth all day, all day. So, um, and really, no Chevy was up near the front towards towards the end of the race. So uh, I think Ford and Toyota have got a got the stranglehold on this race and I think they'll kinda keep that keep that for this year and uh, I think you'll have one of them two manufacturers win. I think you'll have some uh, some pretty good battles. You know, Worldwide Technology Raceway has got you know long corners and, and long and long straights. Uh, it's kinda like New Hampshire, a little bit bigger. But uh, and I think we see guys that were strong at New Hampshire last year, you know, and obviously Worldwide Technology Raceway last year be pretty good this year because, like I said, it's only been if only this will be the only second time they've gone there, and uh, I think it'll be a pretty damn good race, um, better than the other short tracks, quote unquote, that we've had this year, and. Uh, we had a couple uh, short runs toward the end and uh, some green white green white jackers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a pretty damn good finish. <laughs> but Riley, who are you picking this week? 
Well, I can't, I can't get rid of these hiccups. Get rid of them. Punch me in the chest. No, no, hold on. Slap me in the chest. <laughs> I might have got him. I might have got him. Ah, fuck. Damn. I thought I had it. Damn. Go ahead. Well, um, yeah, this is a. I think this is one of the more difficult, uh, one of the more difficult picks for the season. Um, I'm trying to think. You know who was who was strong here last year? Um, who won this race last year? Lagano. Joseph Lagano. He wasn't really the guy, though, right? If I remember correctly. No, he was fast all day. You think You think he was? He was hard to pass. But he he passed Cal- 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 Bush. Cal Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Cal Bush. Well, all right. With that being said. Go Cox. Yeah. No. Uh, fuck that. Go Tiger. <laughs> well, you said it. I think the winner of this race. You know what? I'm not going to pick the winner. I'm going to pick the guy that's going to outrun your guy. I'm going to pick Alex Bowman. Uh, And the reason is, you know, coming back, he had a pretty decent race today. Uh, Kind of insignificant. But I I feel like you're going to pick a guy that's going to wreck. So let me pick a guy that hadn't been racing for the past month. And uh, I think he had a pretty good year here last year. Or race here last year, if I don't remember correctly. So uh, let me pick the old 48. Fuck me, man. Alex Bowman. He's not going to be the man. Hit Worldwide Technology Raceway. Um, do you have any idea who I'm going to pick? No. Not Kyle Larson. <laughs> no. Joseph Logano. No. Ryan Blaney. No. Ryan Newman. No. Chris Buescher. No. Joey Logano. You've already said him. Jerry McClements. That's it. Um... Rick Ware. No, this guy, man, he's been strong all year. Todd Gilland. Yeah. But uh, a lot of of times he just ain't had the finish to... uh, Dennis Hamlin. Yeah. He had the finish to uh, result or to back up his uh, strong effort. Joe Graff Jr. Would you shut shut the fuck up and let me speak? Carl Weatherman. (laughs) Um, you know, there was a infamous finish from him and Carl Edwards back in the day where Carl turned him <laughs> going down the back front straight away. But Bradley uh, Keselowski, he has been strong at this track in the past. And I think Brad Keselowski is going to win this race. I would love to see it. I <laughs> hope you're right. Um, he had a great car today in the Coke 600, but Slug uh, wasn't on his side. And he wasn't all that good last year in this race, if I remember correctly, because uh, Zane Smith's running for for, for Chris because mm-hmm. he had COVID. 
and uh, I think he outrun Brad, outran Brad. But uh, you know, Brad has shown in the Xfinity series he's, he can he's capable of winning this race if he has a good enough car. And the sixth car has shown has shown me top ten speed almost every week this year. So if you get that sixth car up in the front, good good, good qual- get a good qualifying effort and uh, get him good track position. I think he can hold on to it and uh, outrun. Who would you pick? Alex Bowman, I think he can outrun. Alex Bowman, I think he can outrun uh, Alex Bowman. I this think week. you're right. Um, so uh, give me Brad Keselowski. I haven't picked him yet this year. I hope you're right. And I think this is pretty damn good, good place to pick Brad because he's uh he's been strong here in the past, um, in the Xfinity series. So give me Brad. Go Cox. <laughs> well, um, how do we got all three series racing at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway this weekend? No, the Xfinity series in there. They're not there. Mm-hmm. They're at Portland. Is the truck series at Port or is oh is a truck ninety eights in the fence? Because his fucking name's Riley. That's why he's the goat. Okay. Um, let me check here real quick and see if the truck series is at. Uh, it, they're at Worldwide. Are they at Worldwide? Mm-hmm. Um, you are right. I know. Saturday at one thirty. You got the uh, Xfinity Series, which we are watching currently right now at Charlotte as Riley Herbst goes in the wall because he fucking sucks. Uh, they're racing to Portland Saturday at four thirty on FS1. The Truck Series racing uh, on FS1 as well, and then the Cup Series racing at Worldwide Technology. Uh, Sunday at 3.30. Hopefully rain is permitting because we've had enough rain this fucking weekend on mm-hmm. War Day weekend. Also, I'd like to thank uh, all the men and women who have served this country on this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we couldn't do this stupid-ass podcast and uh, have the freedom to do all this uh, without all the men and women who have sacrificed their life for this country. And um, I got to thank all them and their family for 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 dealing with dealing with all that, um, it's a it's a very you know people have you know most of the times people have a, a four day weekend or three day weekend, um, but kind of take it for granted because it uh, it truly hits the uh, veterans pretty damn hard. That's for sure. Um, we wouldn't be able to watch the Coke Six Hundred. Wouldn't be able to talk about um, racing like we do. Uh, if it wasn't for the sacrifices of all the men and women of the armed forces, uh, especially those that have, have lost their lives. And, and that's what um, a Memorial Day weekend is about. It's not about the three-day weekend. It's not about the extra beer you could drink. It's not about the uh, the hamburgers and hot dogs you, you eat on Monday. Uh, it's, uh, it's about remembrance of those that uh, pay the ultimate sacrifice uh, for their country and, and, and their neighbors that uh, maybe we could have a better life than those that uh, that came before us. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's the most important thing on this weekend. And, and we're glad that uh, NASCAR uh, the best. pays the, the ultimate respect. I think they do better than, than any um, professional uh, sport. Um, with the the recognition of of the armed armed forces and and this day, yeah, I hate it that it uh, you know the rain took it took it away from yesterday because you know usually 
on Sunday, um, NASCAR just kills it with the pre-race ceremonies and stuff like that because of because of uh, Mother Nature. It kind of took away the, the the glamour and and the the true dedication that NASCAR puts into remembering the the fallen heroes that have uh, that have fought for this country and, and died for this country. And uh, but uh, never, nevertheless, it, uh, it truly means the world for for what these veterans did. But uh, you know, having said that, um, you know, we thank y'all for everything y'all have done. And we thank y'all for listening <laughs> for today's, I know it's kind of a weird transition as really is, you know, has nothing to do with, uh, with the veterans and not nearly as important, but I thank y'all for listening. If y'all made it this far into our podcast today, episode 60 of the Highline and, um, be sure to follow us on TikTok at the Highline podcast at, uh instagram at the highline official uh youtube at the highline and uh, be sure to catch us next week as we do these every week and tell your family and friends of podcast and of nascar to uh give us a shot give us a listen give us a follow on all that stuff and be sure to listen to us on spotify and apple podcast every week go cox go tires <laughs>